everyone to the Gabria Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Pranjic speaking. I'm excited for today's episode as we had the opportunity to speak with Janiel Parks, Director of Community and Government Relations for FG, and Kelly Welch, Public and Government Affairs Advisor at ExxonMobil, who both go into detail about their respective companies' investments planned for Louisiana. Due to the length of our discussion, this episode is going to be split into two segments. In part one, we're going to focus on how FG and ExxonMobil and their projects contribute to their communities. And in part two, we will discuss economic and competitive aspects of these projects, as well as some environmental factors. As always, before we begin, we would like to recognize Gabria's 2021 Platinum Level Annual Sponsors, Alliance Safety Council, Eastman Chemical, Great River Industries, MMR, Performance Contractors, and Triad Electric and Controls. Janiel and Kelly, first, I want to say thank you for both taking the time to sit and meet with Brandon and myself to talk about your company's projects. I'd like to start by just asking you both to first introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your backgrounds. Hi, Jessica. My name is Janiel Parks. I serve as a director of Community and Government Relations at FGLA LLC. FG is a member of Formosa Plastics Group, a Taiwanese-based conglomerate established in 1954. Formosa actively works in 12 business sectors, ranging from oil refining, petrochemicals, and energy, to name a few. Hi, and I'm Kelly Welch. Thank you for having us. I am a public and government affairs advisor with ExxonMobil here in Baton Rouge. We have five facilities here in Baton Rouge. We have our ExxonMobil refinery. We have our chemical plant, our plastics plant, our polyolefin plant, and our Port Allen lubes and aviation plant. Can you guys tell us a little bit about the different projects that each of your companies have going on here in Louisiana? Yes. I want to start by saying our company has a long history in Louisiana. The Sunshine Project is our fourth major investment. Our project is a $9.4 billion industrial complex under construction on the West Bank in St. James Parish. The complex will be constructed in two phases, and once we're operational, we will produce polyethylene, polypropylene, and ethylene glycol. And can you tell us what those are? I know those products sound quite intimidating, right? But yet polyethylene, polypropylene, and ethylene glycol are products that you're familiar with on a day-to-day basis. Our lives are intertwined with those more than you can imagine. I want you to envision a world without a toothbrush, eco-friendly shopping bags, polyester clothing, and infant car seats, to name a few. Well, that's a world without polyethylene, polypropylene, and ethylene glycol. And without those beneficial tangibles in our lives, the world would be quite challenging. Yeah, I I totally agree. And in fact, this last year, as the world has been dealing with this pandemic, I got a whole new appreciation for the products that we make at ExxonMobil when, you know, we realized that getting hand sanitizer out into the community here in Baton Rouge, but also to the country and to the world was such an important part of fighting the spread of COVID-19. And realizing then that our plant here in Baton Rouge is the largest provider of isopropyl alcohol, which is a key ingredient in hand sanitizer, in all of the world. So we knew we had a part to play. 
way in helping to fight the pandemic. And we left it to our engineers to come up with ways to make sure that we were meeting that need. So they refitted equipment that not being used to make sure that we could produce hand sanitizer and ended up providing and donating over 160,000 gallons of hand sanitizer. That's an amazing To the story. community and to the country. So, you know, it, it gives a whole new sense of pride in what we do and gratitude that we were able to help the community to partner with others to do our part to help fight the pandemic. What this pandemic also brought to mind for us really highlighted the fact that our refinery here in Baton Rouge is less competitive when compared to our sister sites. So our project, the Baton Rouge Refinery Integrated Competitiveness. Who came up with that name? (laughs) So we love acronyms at ExxonMobil. And the the acronym is BRIC. Okay. So that's what we call it (laughs) internally. It is our BRIC project because it is a foundational project. It helps to set our refinery on moisture footing because it, it opens up the range of crudes weekend process and allows more flexibility. So in times like 2020, when the demand for gasoline and aviation fuel and diesel went drastically down, and we were not able to adapt as quickly, this project, our BRIC project, will allow us to respond when the market changes like that and will allow for us to be more competitive among the Gulf Coast sites. So if we look at the impacts of the community with these projects, I think it's kind of well known that if you work for the plant or if you're a contractor, that these types of projects and industry really provide a great way of life for you and for your family. But what type of impacts to the community these projects bring to the folks who maybe don't have a direct tie to the plant itself or contractor or vendor providing products to the industry or to that site? That's an excellent question. I think corporate citizenship extends beyond relationships between companies and their employees. It includes businesses responding to and interacting with vital stakeholders. For FG, serving as a corporate citizen in St. James Parish is simple. It's listening, understanding, and recognizing how to address the real needs in the community. And prior to becoming operational, We've demonstrated our deep commitment to local residents by investing in community outreach programs, and all of our programs align with four key pillars, education, health, safety, and the environment. So what is ExxonMobil doing? I mean, you have a pretty large footprint in the Baton Rouge region. So what does ExxonMobil do to provide similar types of impact to the community? Yeah, absolutely what Janelle said. It's not rocket science. You find out where the need is, and then you do what is within your power to meet that need. We listen to what our community cares about and then find ways to plug in to support organizations who are meeting those needs. We have a community dialogue group that we meet with to get direct feedback, and our plant managers are on those calls. Those of us in public affairs are on those calls, and we bring in subject matter experts to address the issues the community dialogue group has brought to our attention. We also have many employees who are out in the community volunteering and serving on boards, and they give us feedback about what the need is, what they're hearing from those they serve. I'm also on calls every week for community check-in to hear from those who work in food insecurity, healthcare, and education. We work closely with the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, 
and with charter schools to find out how we can support the students and teachers. It's a matter of making yourself available to hear the need and then going back to brainstorm on where we fit in and what we can do. I want to piggyback on what Kelly just said. We've maintained frequent dialogue by speaking to hundreds of residents, developing a project website, hosting an open house, and sending postcards periodically to approximately 10,000 households and over 300 businesses in St. James Parish. One month after we announced our project, we began implementing and funding community outreach programs. Our programs reflect needs expressed by local residents. But there are several examples that I would like to share. We recently voluntarily funded, designed, and constructed improvements to Highway 3127, provided approximately 3,000 non-perishable food boxes to students and senior citizens, funded a beautification project at Welcome Park, mentored 20 young ladies at St. James High School, funded a STEAM education grant, and donated funds and our technology to St. James Parish Hospital in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. But in 2019, FG had more than 20 active local programs and initiatives, and we impacted nearly 10,000 residents. That's 10,000 residents, which is more than one-third of the parish. Yeah, and for us, when the digital divide in education became very clear last year, when some of the students had access to internet at home and Chromebooks in order to continue their studies virtually and others did not, we worked with the East Baton Rouge school system to provide MiFi's, our personal hotspots, so that every student at both Brookstown Middle and Estruma High School could have access to virtual learning. We also worked with the Walls Project, Metromorphosis, and 100 Black Men to provide Chromebooks for North Baton Rouge students. I already mentioned our hand sanitizer donations, and in addition to those donations, we provided gas cards and fuel to first responders and healthcare employees who were on the front line of the COVID-19 response. We also partner with the Baton Rouge Community College for our North Baton Rouge Industrial Training Initiative to provide no-cost training to those in the North Baton Rouge area who want to get skilled in crafts like millwright and welding, pipe fitting, and electrical so that they can improve their skills and then come to work in the industry for both us and directly and for over 30 contractor partners. And so how is the North Baton Rouge Industrial Training Initiative funded? We funded the program for several years at Baton Rouge Community College to get it started. And since then, the program has grown to receive state and local funding each year. Now we offer support in mentoring students, teaching them the trade skills, and hiring them when they graduate. Since 2012, we've graduated over 330 students. The sixth cohort is going to graduate in May of this year, and the seventh cohort has just begun. We are very excited to see how this program has evolved and how it has met the community's needs to improve workforce development opportunities for high-pay, high-skilled jobs right here in North Baton Rouge. I also want to mention our supplier diversity efforts. We are making a concerted effort to provide opportunities to diverse suppliers right here in Baton Rouge who may not have had an opportunity to work in our facilities before now. We listened again to the feedback about how difficult it is to get into the plants to provide services or to be added as an approved vendor in our sites. So we held a supplier diversity forum last month with our procurement team. We had over 400 businesses that tuned into the webinar to hear directly from our team about 
what kind of insurance they need to work in the side or how they need to be bonded in order to provide services for our projects. I should add that Gabria plays a small part in that process. Gabria has a safety and health audit that we perform for ExxonMobil using a third-party safety auditing firm. And we use this for multiple sites throughout the region. And with this audit process, we ensure that all contractors coming onto your site and others throughout the region are all working from the same playbook. For many, it creates a roadmap to not only meet, but exceed the safety regulations and best practices of our industry. We'd like to take a brief moment to recognize one of our platinum sponsors, MMR. MMR is the largest open shop electrical and instrumentation contractor in the nation, serving clients in the chemical and petrochemical, oil and gas, manufacturing, mining, power generation, renewable energy slash energy storage, and mission critical markets. MMR's scope of work includes instrument installation and technical services, electrical construction, power distribution, enhanced panel and modular control building services, telecommunications and security system, commissioning and startup assistance, power development, power engineering, and maintenance services. Visit mmrgrp.com to learn more about MMR services and career opportunities available. You've done a good job explaining how your companies as an entity give and serve your communities, but what specific contributions do these particular projects give to the community? The fact is, industry's contribution to the state is undeniable. It contributes 26% of the state's income, employs one in every seven persons, and pays for at least four of every 10 public school teachers. The Sunshine Project will yield more than 8,000 construction jobs during peak construction, 1,200 permanent jobs during operations, with an average salary of 84500 which is almost double the state's median income. And we hired Dr. James Richardson. He's a professor of economics at LSU, and we wanted him to run an economic impact model on our project to determine the significant economic impact we have, not just on the parish, the region, but the state. And so he basically revealed that we would generate approximately $362 million in taxes on a state and local government level. We would have $500 million of local spending on an annual basis coupled with $5.6 billion worth of products being shipped, which constitutes 2% of the entire state's shipment of products. And then yet, once we're operational, FG will support or create another 4,400 jobs. Yeah, I think it's important to understand that these are two different types of projects we're talking about here. For example, FG Sunshine Project is brand new construction being introduced in St. James Parish, whereas the brick project is focused on modernizing and improving structures that are already operating. So keeping that in mind, Kelly, going back to my original question, what contributions will the brick project have on the community directly? Yes, 
Thank you. You're exactly right. We've been here over 111 years, and we have consistently brought in projects that were innovative for their time. We have definitely, over those 100 years, you can imagine, upgraded our facility to keep Baton Rouge sites and our Baton Rouge refinery as one of the jewels in our corporation's crown. And that is what we're doing with this project as well. This project is about bringing new technology, modernizing the equipment that is there, and making changes to our dock so that we can bring larger cargoes and, and ship more products out to the rest of the world that needs it. We like to say that, you know, what starts here in Baton Rouge really goes all over the world. And that is it's something to take a lot of pride in. So this project will set us up better to meet those needs. So yes, it's very easy to look at the direct benefits, you know, $43.4 million in property tax revenue, $5.2 million in sales tax revenue that would start in 2021 if this project is approved. But beyond that, you know, we're going to invest $267 million here in Louisiana. So the project is about a little over $400 million of investment. So with $267 million being spent right here in Louisiana and $226 million being spent in Baton Rouge, that is a huge benefit for our community. You know, I spoke about our North Baton Rouge Industrial Training Initiative. We've committed to hiring 18 to 24 graduates from that program to support the project here. And of course, our supplier diversity efforts to hire local, small, diverse businesses to meet project needs. We hope you enjoyed listening to part one of our episode with Kelly and Janiel. Be on the lookout for part two, where we will dive into more detail about the economic and competitive aspects of these projects. Part two plans to be out later this week. You can find Gabria's podcast on our website, www.gabria.org, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Stitcher app. Until next time.